Now, broadcasting on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. It's time for Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Let's tap into your own authentic genius and live the life you desire. Join Dr. Rademacher for an enlightened conversation about our brain intelligence, our body intelligence, and our energy intelligence. And now, here's your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is Prescription for Your Transformation, Real People, Real Conversations, and Real Success, also part of the series, The Doctor's Guide Podcast, Raw and Unfiltered, as we're combining the, the essences of both so that you can get the best value for you. But for today, I'm excited to be introducing Esme Colentz. Uh, she's a health trainer, or uh, she's a, a physical trainer, health coach, an amazing personality across the pond, as I like to put it, out in Austria, really looking to have a global impact on the world. And one of the key words that, that really struck me in her mission, vision, purpose is helping people actually take action. It's the one thing that's also always absent. Even when people have great desires and designs to optimize the health, they're not taking that action. So the operative word in all of what she's doing is making sure people take action towards optimizing them. And in fact, that's also the word that I like to use because I find that that's the missing piece in, in helping people in their own health journey. Esme, thank you so, so much for joining me today. I met you through Unblinded, an amazing group led by Sean Callagy out of uh, New Jersey, of all places on the planet. I actually I grew up in New Jersey when I was a little kid. Um, and choosing not to go back, but that's just a fun fact, right? But uh, totally uh, excited about how I met you in this incredible ecosystem called Unblinded. And so for today, really want to focus on you and the main things that you're talking about. And really, you know, physical fitness is not just physical fitness. I mean, it seems pretty obvious, but a lot of people have got lost on that concept for, for many years, in fact, even still today, because they thought that just being physically fit was going to work and was going to be all that that's necessary. And then another element that I'm really, and no pun intended with element, by the way, another element that I'm excited to talk about, because this is another area that people are just not talking about, and that's minerals and enzymes. I mean, clearly, I mean, we need the right minerals because without the right minerals, our metabolic systems aren't working. And then the final piece, which probably might be the most exciting one for me, is the mindset. You know, how the mindset actually prevents us from moving forward or actually helps us accelerate in the most wonderful way. But the most important thing for me is your design, your desire, your dream to have a global impact. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Bart. It's it's amazing to have met you through Unblinded, and I appreciate this opportunity to be on your show. No, absolutely. The honor is mine. So tell us more about your perspective on what's happening with this whole concept of fitness is more than just, or physical fitness is just more than physical fitness. Where are people falling short with that? And, and how do you advise people to do things differently? What has worked really well for me, and I've been I've been a person that's committed to growth for the past, I want to say, eight or nine years. So I've been very big on personal development and moving things into action, learning about myself, learning um, how you overcome obstacles that, you know, basically conditioning when you, when you grow up and, and how you basically become more resilient when it comes to emotional intelligence and with, with what life throws at you. So um, when I'm training somebody, I'm not just physically training them. I, I'm doing my best to get in their head first. I want to know why they want to make the change. I want to know what is the reason that urged them to come to me from, from the beginning. And if I know where the issue is, I can actually hook in and then go from there. So, for example, I had, uh, I had I have a client of mine. She and I had to duck deep. I had to basically ask her questions like for a couple of minutes. And eventually she told me that her brother had passed away from 
um, from high blood pressure, from heart attack, from unhealthy living and, and all of these things. And because of that, she actually made a decision and said, hey, I need to change something in my way because I have three kids that I need to take care of. And I can't have that happen to me as well. So to actually show her a way to make that happen for her, it's it's the biggest blessing for me. Because I had a big, a big health trans- transformation myself back in 2017. And the biggest aspect of that was not the weight loss or the release of the weight. It was how much different of a person I became mentally. I was going through a burnout. I was depressed. I was in the middle of it all and I didn't even realize it. And to actually have that brain fog removed and to transform and to actually have the energy back and to being able to think clearly has been such a blessing. And from that time onwards, I actually wanted to give that back to other people. Oh, what what a beautiful gift. Um, and it's a great story of of pain to purpose, right? And, and it's kind of crazy when you think about it. And um, I might tell, share some stories about, you know, what's held me back over the years um, because I didn't have all those pains and thought to myself, well, because I didn't have those pains, maybe I'm not as motivated as I'm supposed to be. But then again, you know, I'm a plastic and reconstructive surgeon and I trained for 17 years in a crazy intense environment. So maybe I'm just being silly. But here's here's the truth, because I've also been on that mission to, to have a global impact. And but and it started about 25 years ago. But one of the biggest limitations that I found was, you know, as even as we presented all the inf- information to people, they wouldn't budge. Right. And so, like you said, you have to get into their head because we're running all sorts of programs. Right. Just like any computer is we've we these programs originate in essentially from somebody else, mostly. And then we reprogram some of those programs that weren't serving us in the first place. But the truth of the matter is, is that those programs are either serving us or not. And if we're making poor choices. And when you think about it, when in those blue zones in the country and in the world, I mean, uh, one of which is like in Japan and then and Loma Linda and some other places in the world where people easily leave, live till they're about 100 because they're making all the right choices. So tell me for, from your perspective, you know, what is that process? I mean, if, if somebody doesn't have a burning desire, right, to, to actually make that shift because they don't have that story, you know, how do you support them? I mean, I'm really curious because I would want to know. First and foremost, the most important thing, like it is with everything, make it fun. Mm. Um, it really needs to, the person needs to enjoy it. Otherwise, they're not going to come back. They need to be able to relate to you. They need to be able to know that you're adding value to them. And number three is to being part of something bigger. So when I work with somebody, it's not just with the one person. I'm very big on challenges as well because that's what helped me stay to stay accountable. And if they're a part of a group like an app challenge or like a 75 heart challenge group and everybody's staying accountable and everybody's posting and everybody's doing the exercises and everybody's having progress, then this is where the momentum comes in and people get excited. And, you know, at the same time, it's not just you want to come to a personal trainer or you want to start working out and lose I don't know, 40, 50 pounds. It's also about staying that way because what is it good for you to drop all this weight? And then you're, you're going back to your old habits and actually going back from where you, where you were at the beginning. It's supposed to become part of your lifestyle and to actually educate and move you into action to implement it in your lifestyle. We are all busy with work and and things like that. It's important to know how you can best implement that and how that works for you to stay that way and to live a healthier life. You know, it's interesting. I love what you said there because two things come up to mind. You know, first, making it fun, right? You know, too often, you know, the, these trainers, they make it too hard. It's not fun. It's painful. And it's just really just strictly goal-oriented. Like, okay, you're just going to lose X number of pounds or you're going to be able to run this fast. 
But one thing in motivation, that is very, very much short term because that's really based on willpower, not the strength of purpose. But another interesting aspect, what I like about what you just shared, and, and I was relating it to myself, as to, <clears throat> you know, when you do it in a group setting, right? So I'm pretty much a loner because I'm working all the time. And so my physical goals are pretty much, you know, uh, very lonely. But I can imagine if if I was making myself accountable to other people and holding their standards as they're holding my standards, I know that I'd be a lot more successful because I'm, I'm a few pounds a little overweight. Um, but I can see that being a big, big difference because I think we do more for other people and we do better when we're being observed by other people. That's a scientific fact, by the way. So oh, wow. that's, that's absolutely brilliant, Esme. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, so you have fun challenges, I guess. And then, mm -hmm. how, how big are your groups normally? Uh, at the moment, the the plank challenge that we're doing is with my um, fifty clients at the gym, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's it it blows everybody's mind as to how much stronger they're getting just by doing a plank for for like a minute every day doing three sets of that, basically start with 10 seconds at the beginning of the month, finishing with five minutes at the end of the month, depending on what's your capability, right? It's not asked from you that you're, you're basically adding 10 seconds every every um, day. If that's not your physical capability, work your way up to it. And it's also important to not judge each other, right? It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a loving and caring environment and a supportive environment. And I found that in some of the gyms, in some of um, other environments, that's not provided. So a lot of people that come into the gym first are intimidated. They're intimidated of working out, intimidated to use the machines, intimidated to work out in front of other people because they just don't have the knowledge or they're just not comfortable with the movements because the other problem is as well that the nervous system needs to connect to your muscles first, right? So at the beginning, one can be clumsy and one can might not know as to how to do the exercise properly. So that, that's all that's all what plays into it as well. Yeah, so, the other part, I'm sure these some of these equipments are so sophisticated, you might actually be exercising the wrong muscles to take care of the problem that you're only exacerbating because you're doing that. I mean, that's sometimes my my thing. And and I agree. Um, but, you know, making making it fun, not being judgmental and having that identity as all rolled in together, you know, I think is so, so crucial because, you know, what we habitually do is our identity. And, you know, like I said, you know, um, our willpower is limited. And so the strength of purpose, community, having fun, having a guide. And, you know, potentially even gamifying it, right? You know, I don't know if that that's a good thing or not these days. Sometimes people say rewards are not, but, you know, gamifying it in some sort of mysterious, fun, crazy way might be very cool for you to develop on a global scale. It's actually funny that you said that because I have one client, um, his avatar is Captain Zero. Uh -huh. And every time he had he lo he releases ten pounds, he's advancing another level. So we actually got into the habit of making T-shirts that he can proudly wear, level one, level two, level three. And I was able to help him um, get out of a five-year depression because his wife passed away, and he now is in process of making that a comic book. Oh wow! <laughs> so it's it's amazing. It's just I I, I feel so um, honored that I can give that back to people. Yeah. Well, you know, the other part too is that there's there's such a thing called mirror neurons, right? And our um, there's an energy transference between people, and I won't get into the sophistication of that. Um, people can listen to that on my other podcasts or my other radio shows. But the point of the matter is that when we see other people succeed, you know, that gives us the the hope and the clarity that, yeah, we could do the same thing and we get sort of energized too. And so success leaves clues. And when we make success easy, that leads to more success. And so I also like what you said earlier, 
is um, because I think people make it too complicated and they try to overreach way too much. And so it's sort of like, you know, if, if you've never meditated before, right, and you realize, you know what, I think everybody's telling me that 60 minutes every day is going to be really, really good. Well, people who try that or try to exercise for 60 minutes is just not going to work or try to do 60 push-ups, you know, like Sean does, right? Sean Callagy from Unblinded, you know, to try to do that and then feel like I, I'm embarrassed, I'm ashamed, I'm less because I can't do that. Just do one push-up. Meditate for one minute and slowly build up. And that success leads to other success. And when you get the support from people, um, which is so key. I mean, I like the fact that you say there's no judgment here, but support, you know, and cheering you on and letting you know that you're great because the truth is there's greatness in all of us. Um, but oftentimes we're the last ones to see that. Right. A hundred percent. So what else, before we go on to the next topic, which is minerals and enzymes, you know, what else do you want to share about how you approach, you know, your clients, what you want people to know about engaging in that physical fitness and what other kind of, you know, you know, recommendations you might have, or if not, we'll just go straight into the minerals. Um, my approach is basically to offer a one hour fitness assessment because I want to know what you would like to do, what your habits are, what your goals are, what your previous experience with fitness or personal trainers are, what your injuries are, what um, your strengths, what your weaknesses are, what your eating habits are. I want to know every single detail so I can provide the best available support and add the most value to you right. and tailor the program to your needs. And that's, uh, that's how I work with people. And I think that's also key. And it's the same thing they talk about, you know, health optimizing. Um, not only is your whole story essential, but you need to get the data. You know, without the data, you can't have a, an intelligent approach to anything that you do. And and once again, you want to make it, you know, ridiculously easy. And so by by getting that data, you make it ridiculously easy for people to then be able to succeed. Because ultimately, that's that's the thing, right? One hundred percent. Um. All right. Minerals. Very interesting. So, fun fact: myself, <clears throat> um, recognizing as I'm diving into the the deeper depths of you know health optimizing and how our physiology works, and you know reliving all my medical school years that I started back in Holland when I was seventeen. And um, really enjoyed the part. I mean, physiology was one of my favorite topics, um, and including psychology. So that combo is, you know, what I do now with you, perhaps. But wow. here's what's interesting is that, you know, with all the toxins that we're exposed to, uh, exposed to pesticides and everything else, you know, one, uh, one of the key ones that, you know, at least here in the United States that we're exposed to is glyphosate. Now, you can think it's a good thing or it's a not good thing. You know, whatever it is, it's irrelevant. Uh, what's relevant is that glyphosate shouldn't be in the system, period, done, whatever. And so, you know, looking, uh, get, going on search for the best, you know, um, a, a water purifier, I thought, okay, great. I got this amazing purifier. And, and this is a shout out for the Berkey filters, which is super convenient. Um, one of the, lauded as one of the best ones. I'm sure there's other ones out there, but it's very affordable, very easy to use. And I have a, a huge one, well, yay high, whatever, um, next to my sink. Only to find out after a while that I depleted all my minerals. And so that's a problem when, you know, um, when you filter your water to get rid of, out, get rid of all the, the pesticides and chemicals and everything else, it also clears out the minerals. And so minerals for the listener and something that's really getting a lot of attention in the last couple of years, which is exciting, is that, you know, for every metabolic process, we need minerals, um, you know, calcium, sodium, potassium, and then also those other minerals like selenium and even lithium. You know, people are being treated for all sorts of psychotic order disorders with lithium. And interesting enough, and then I'm going to give you the, the, the mic as, in a second, Esme, but in those areas in the United States where there's a depletion of lithium in the water, there's a higher rates of crime rates and suicides and depression. So think about that. Lithium might be a good thing to add to your own water. But tell us, 
your your thoughts on minerals and then also on enzymes how do you coach people what do you look for and what do you want the listeners to know well i'm basing it off of my own journey because um when i go back in time back to 2017 when i flipped the switch and decided to lose all the weight that i that i added during my burnout um I was losing weight. I was working out four times a week and training maybe one or two hours. And I was tired. I was so exhausted after the workout. And that, that was because I had no energy because I was depleted of certain minerals. Um, fast forward back in 2022, uh, I was diagnosed for a um, growth on my parathyroid, which they told me I had to have surgery for because of certain hormone spiking and osteoporosis coming in and, and X, Y, Z. I didn't want to hear any of it. I didn't make that part of my identity. And I looked, I, I was searching for a holistic doctor that actually knows what's going on with my system and helped me get that taken care of. Long story short, I was severely de depleted of vitamin D which vitamin D is good for everything, for our immune system, for our thyroid, for our hormones, especially for women, right? So, and that's, that, was the main, that was the main factor. And I added that, I got that taken care of. I went back to the hospital, got everything checked out and there was nothing. And the doctors were looking at me like, what happened? <laughs> and... That's the same that I do with my clients. I mean, vitamin D, everybody is has insufficient levels of vitamin D just because of the way we live, the way in certain areas, if you live in Seattle and for example, in, in like areas where you don't have that much sun and during the winter times, it's just a common to actually add that to your diet, to your nutrition. With everything that's going on nowadays, everything that we are getting bombarded with, vitamin D and zinc, don't take them together. Vitamin D in the morning, zinc in the evening, because otherwise they just cross each other out. And selenium, I mean, this, this is just strengthening the cell so it can take on anything. And then at the same time, as soon as you turn 30, your body is not producing and using the minerals and the enzymes that it used to. So from that time on, it is really helpful to actually supplement, but not supplement with anything, supplement with something that's high quality because there's different levels to that as well. No, I, so, yeah. I think I think uh, you're spot on on so many levels. And I'm going to share a brief story. It's not my story, but it's the story of the DNA company, Kashif Khan. And, um, and he probably says it a lot better. But I think it's very poignant. And um, this company, and, and if pe people want to get access to their own DNA profile, there'll be a link on my website and also part of the show transcript. Uh, so you can get a 10% discount because the parent, one of the paradigm shifts that I bring together in the world that I'm in is getting your DNA information that tells you everything about your metabolic you know, structure um, so that you can be a lot more um, optimized in your health. But brief story. Uh, he had a niece <clears throat> that was being admitted to the emergency room because she was having these psychotic episodes uh, right before her menstrual cycle. Um, and she was um, she was 14 years old. and uh, But she had been menstruating for several years. And suddenly, you know, she started getting these episodes like crazy. And there was, or maybe it was severe anxiety attack. No, maybe not so much psychotic, but in severe anxiety attack. Let me make that correction. Uh, but so severe that, you know, they need to give her uh, some sort of medication to calm her down. Now, this happened several times. And he recognized, well, hang on a second. Well, let me check her DNA profiles. And what was interesting, this happened during COVID. So this is well, well two years into uh, COVID. And, uh, but actually had nothing to do with COVID, which is interesting, <laughs> except for the fact that, you know, during COVID, she was inside all day long. And so what he discovered you know, with all the metabolic pathways that the DNA uncovered 
was that she had a deficiency on a certain enzyme that caused the uh, a less utilization of vitamin D. And vitamin D was essential for the metabolic processes for her hormones, such that her she was in a severe imbalance with her you know, hormones right before her menstrual cycle and uh, caused a severe anxiety that she didn't know what, where it was coming from. So she had a severe deficiency of vitamin D. And so besides... So the interesting thing is, is that unless he had done that, right, unless he had gotten that data, um, she would have been labeled a mental case and would have been placed on mental medication, you know, for the rest of her life. And so what do you think his prescription was? Go play outside in the sun, right? So it's crazy, right, to think that with that kind of knowledge that we have now, you know, I would be... Uh, performing malpractice if I didn't get people to get their DNA. Ultimately, they have to decide if they get it because this is the information that we need. So go one step further. I think all people starting probably at the age of 30 should get regular tests for all the minerals and vitamins in their body because all these deficiencies can contribute to all sorts of metabolic problems. And so, and I, so I totally agree with you. I mean, you know, checking out your selenium, checking your sodium, potassium, calcium, you know, whatever that is. Um, because the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, when you ensure that you get all your, your, the right vitamins and minerals, more than likely your body's going to work pretty well. It does. It does for sure. And I also heard that the um, blood type also plays into that. Um, I don't have too much background knowledge on it, but yeah, that's... all of, all of that I think contributes, and and I think you know again, you know, people who get the the data. So part of the conversation that that I talk about is three things, right? You know, one is uh, responsibility. Who's responsible? You know, everybody's abdicating the responsibility on other people, right? So it's your fault that I'm sick. Versus having amazing people like yourself taking the responsibility says, look, I can help you with the micro distinctions. And that's why I love Sean Callagy's group so much because we're getting all these micro distinctions every time, right? To help us hone in more specifically into our lives. And what you do, for example, is you get all that data and then you can, you know, uh, formulate the best operative plan for your clients with that data, with the micro distinctions that these people get. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. But it's still their responsibility, right? So, so you teach them where to go and it's up to them. But the other one yeah. is, is having that data. You got to have that data unless, you know, otherwise it's not going to work. That's right. So, um, so anyhow, for, for the listener out there, uh, find someone like Esme or um, your doctor and, and, or in fact, a, um, a colleague of mine, um, Harry Brown, um, she is developing programs where people don't have to go through the doctor to get their lab tests. So tell me a little bit more about enzymes, anything specific about enzymes that you want to share. Uh, there is, um, there's this book, uh, enzymes and it's by, it's by Dr. Helmut Munch. And he's the founder of the enzyme, um, Institute in Munich. And that Institute um, he's, he's the president, I'm sorry, he's not the founder, but they have been around for a decade now and they've done so many research, um, tens of thousands of different studies. Mm -hmm. And, um, there's a lot of things that can be taken care of and I'm not a medical professional. I can just tell you from what I read and, uh, anything such as inflammation as in dementia, as in, um, rheumatoid arthritis and all of these things can preventatively taken care of with enzymes. And that's the beauty about it. But in the end of the day, uh, it's an inexpensive solution. Mm. So that's where really the problem is. So what's, what's the name of the book? I'm actually trying to look it up right now. What's the name of the book? It's called Enzymes. Enzymes. You know, um, and, and here, here's again, what's interesting. Okay. I got it there. So, um, all right. Why, why is it not for coming up here? Um, enzymes. Oh, it here. So, um, so yeah, the, the key here, I think is so, so important, um, is, 
the as as you mentioned um and interesting i think i think that that mark is at the age of 30 for most people where the body um is uh, losing its ability to um self-regulate in the most optimum way and and i think that's another conversation that that i'm having with people that we haven't ever learned in medical school you know people are looking at just systems and failure systems and then try to treat the the symptoms of those failed systems when the root cause actually has more to do with the self-regulating systems in the body and then as we do age that capacity is reduced and so you know for us to address root cause we need to help with that and that's where you know enzyme is a big one so if your cells are not able to produce those enzymes most effectively and where's one place where we see that mostly is in the stomach, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't have the right enzymes in the stomach and you don't have the right pH in the stomach. And an interesting story there as well, all these people taking all these antacids to reduce the acid in the stomach. Well, guess what? You're not going to be able to um, digest and then absorb your proteins and then that creates all sorts of problems. So do you, do you recommend specific enzymes, you know, with your clients? Um, you know, how, how does that work? It's the enzymes that I actually um, received from the doctor that I came across. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Innovatum, and um, it's uh, Innova uh, minus US dot AT. And uh, it's it's general enzymes. There's different enzymes for different, um, you know, different solutions. Right. And yeah. And, okay. It's it's just taking care of mainly inflammation. And whenever it comes to minerals or enzymes, you got to keep in mind it's not an emergency re- resolution. Right. It's gradually. It takes time. It takes time to if you if you have a re- really low immune system, it takes time, maybe a year or two until you bring it to a level that's that you're being in good shape. So it's not a quick fix. It's preventative. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I think, you know, one of the big challenges that people have today is they, they want the quick fix, right? And, and and I'm also not exactly guilty on that, but I kind of forget to take my supplements because I'm not feeling anything necessarily. And I know that's not a good thing. Um, and <laughs> To the best of us. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and you should see the number, number of supplements out of here. It's crazy. Um, because I think, okay, well, that one didn't work so well. Let me try this that th- different one. But there, there's, there's the other part, I think, where, you know, y- your participation, your contribution is going to be key with all your clients or anybody out there. And that is that there are so many choices and many of those choices are just completely inadequate for a lot of different re- reasons. One being which, you know, it's also context dependent. So, that particular enzyme or that particular supplement might be right for one person, but not right for you. And that's where you need that guide like you to be able to discern which ones are the best or not. Because again, you know, sort of like working on the wrong, you know, workout machine, uh, you might be doing more harm than good. And the same thing with the different types of enzymes. But again, this is something, unfortunately, the doctors have not been trained on. You know, we, we spend so much time on the minutiae, the, the microscopic details of our particular specialty and totally have no time to actually even understand the basics of nutrition. And that's still the case in most medical schools today. And I don't even know if it's, if it's changing anytime soon. But the relevant truth, another term from Sean Callagy, right? The, the relevant truth, however, is that there is no way that we can all know everything. And so it's really a matter of collaborating together with people like yourself so that, you know, our unified approach, right? As we talked earlier before the show, our unified approach with different collaborators, you know, will ultimately help people get the best possible results. So moving from minerals onto enzymes and from enzymes to the last topic, it's in your head. It's all in your head. So tell me, tell me how you go about that one. Uh, what is that saying? If you have the mustard seed of doubt, no, the mustard seed of faith, it can move mountains. Mm. So, 
you don't know what's possible for you if you don't believe it. You got to believe it first and then make it happen. And it's, and the most important thing is to surround yourself with people that actually, you know, encourage you, support you, um, believe more in you than you believe in yourself. And you can leverage off of that at, and, you know, at the beginning until you be start believing it. And it's not about you believing that you drop, that you're releasing 20 pounds right now. No, I have done that myself. I can show you the way. You don't need to believe in it. You just need to do the things that I'm telling you. And to basically accept the guidance. So it's it's mind over matter, basically. Yeah, it's interesting because, um, you know, it, it's almost like in this advanced technological world that we live in, that's designed to be super convenient and very convenient for the corporations that sell you all their shit, right? Um, it's almost become super inconvenient when it comes to our body and our physiology and our overall health. Um, and so, you know, one of the new you know, serious chronic illnesses today is the sitting disease, which <laughs> by anybody's standard is worse than smoking a pack a day, mm -hmm. that uh, running two marathons a week is not going to resolve. And so when you look at these, these blue zones throughout the world and you notice, you know, the activities of people, um, and as as we relate to our earlier conversation, <clears throat> it's the social interaction that's a big component to health, but it's also getting up and moving every 20 minutes and obviously all the other things that, that go with that. And so um, what I'm getting at is in our world today with it's, it's a toxic environment on so many different levels. People are very, very confused as well. Um, they feel, they feel lonely. Um, they feel unsafe. And, and one of the easiest ways to feel safer, if you will, is to be critical of others. And so those are the naysayers. And so when you see somebody doing something good, but you're not doing something good because you're in the state that's not helping you, it's actually easier to say something negative about the other person so that you feel even better. So the big challenge I think that we find today is that there's so many naysayers when you want to, you know, step up, come better, become more, um, they get frightened because now you're going to leave them. They're going to be alone or they're not doing the work. And I was listening to earlier, I mean, <clears throat> especially with all the po politics going on in, in the United States and worldwide, there's a statement is that it's, it's not so much that people are stupid or just ignorant. Uh, the real issue is that people are smart enough to discern, um, at least many of them are. Some people are just choosing to be ignorant. Let's just say say it as it is. No judgment there. Uh, but that's also born out of fear. But they lack the courage, the courage to step up and say, yep, yeah, I'm doing this. Um, but that's where faith comes in, too. That's where that mustard seed of faith comes in, too. It's just believing that it's possible. But then, when you, like you said, when you have people that say, look, here's the formula. Just believe in the formula. Uh, you've heard that before, right? Believe in the <laughs> yeah, formula. <for> sure. <laughs> and, and it works. It's there's there's you know, success leaves clues. I learned that from Tony Robbins, you know, and he got it from Jim Rohn, I believe. But success leaves clues. So why do something different when you know you're the expert and the guide is telling, eh, it's not gonna work. Right. Absolutely. That's where the modeling comes in too, right? <laughs> but no, we, want it, we want it to be convenient, but it's so hard. Right. No. And it's, it's also about, especially during those times, I think it's about letting go and listening to the signs and just following um, what you're being guided to and what aligns for you. And that's essentially how you also find your life purpose. And once you are on that path, um, there's no stopping anymore because it, it will fall into place and you will be 
exactly aligned with the people that you're supposed to work with, the people that you're supposed to add value to, the people that you are supposed to be guiding and that you're supposed to be learning from. And that's that's exactly what I mean by that mind over matter as well, to have that faith, to have that belief that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Yeah, it's interesting because, again, um, you know, being in the world of personal development for the last 25 years, and actually I didn't even know it existed. You know, I thought I was super educated and smarter than anybody else, right? And and not out of arrogance. It was just I was fortunate. I, I, I grew up in five countries. I speak four languages um, and uh, trained for 17 years and went to some of the best institutions in the world. And I read all the Greek classics and you know, all the Renaissance philosophers and the later philosophers and Rousseau is one of my favorites. You know, it's all about existence, which is a super cool topic. And to think that there's a whole world of how I could become a better person, you know, actually blew all of that stuff out of the water. I mean, it's like, whoa. So this is a whole new movement. And so <clears throat> recognizing that, you know, we get excited when we grow, we get excited when we come, become more and so when we can step into that reality, um, it's that also that's also that opportunity. Another credit to Sean Kalicky is what's the relevant truth, right? Mm -hmm. And so we can fool ourselves to thinking that this is the reality, this is the truth, just because it's going to keep us safe and um, and being with community because somebody else is telling us how to be, how to think, what to do, um, is just going to be helpful. And that's what, why politics is so crazy in this country, because people are just being fed a lot of untruths. Mm -hmm. So what we all need is we have to be in the search of what's the relevant truth. And that leads me then to that ability that you mentioned earlier, is you know listen to your intuition. Listen to your mind, listen to your body, listen to what's true and, and, and be critical. You know, I mean, if you are overweight, guess what? You're fat, period. No insult, no injury. You're fat. I mean, that's. It that's is changing body fat composure. That's what it there is. You go. Right. right. <laughs> so it, it's, it's not like an insult or, a, you know, a, a demeaning form. It's just a term that, you know, some people now have said, you know, people have told me when I say, look, I'm fat. I said, no, you're not. Don't, don't insult yourself. I'm not insulting myself. I'm just fat. I mean, that's the definition, right? So the point that I'm getting at is, you know, we have to get out of our own way and really begin to listen to that inner speak. Trust that intuition because your body has the blueprint of a perfectly functioning body, also has the blueprint of what's not working right now, and it's going to feed you that information. And then with someone like you as a guide, that can poke holes in your reality and say, hey, is this really true? And the, the other thing with that is listening to your intuition as best as you can. Um, because if there's so many things in regards to nutrition, that is basically clouding your judgment. This is why it's important with everything, not just nutrition, um, also with minerals and enzymes or anything that you put on or in your body because it's affecting it's it's entirely affecting you it's affecting your uh your entire connection because there's so many things that is in our nutrition as you already mentioned it at the, at the beginning glyphosate all these food colorings all of these things that i mean preservatives whatever you can think of it's affecting our bodily functions. So that's why it is so important to pay attention to that. Well, I mean, the other truth is, and this triggers it's 20 hours. And um, I'm always happy to share that with people and they get upset with me. And that's fine. But we no longer have an excuse to be sick. Now, I couldn't exactly say that five years ago um because most people didn't have access to the information or the willpower or the motivation to do anything but nowadays that information is so easily accessible um the resources are all out there i mean there's more than enough out there to actually help anybody reverse any kind of medical condition and, and i believe that strongly 
I think our body has that ability to reverse all types of diseases. And, 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 and it's been shown. I mean, it's, 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 look at the statistics. It's all there. Um, but part of it is, you know, what you shared with us, you know, just now is what you believe in. And, and that's why Hippocrates said many, many years ago, at least 2,000 years ago, and I don't understand why if we swore his oath but don't listen to what he says, and he says something to the fact that I'm totally paraphrasing and messing it up, but uh, he says a person must give up their beliefs in order for them to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is absolutely true. And so you have to be ready to give up whatever belief that you have that's causing the illness in the first place. And w- the relevant truth today is that more and more people are getting sicker and sicker. And there's so many factors involved with that. Um, And, you know, again, I mean, we live in a convenient world that's become super inconvenient for our own health. And an interesting statement from the Dalai Lama, and this is really only in reference to some people, not everyone, is that, you know, he was asking, what confuses you most about humanity or man? And he said that man spends all of his time making more money and then at the end of his year, spending all of his money to make more time. And mm-hmm. so he's alluding to people's health. And so there's so many wonderful practices that, you know, we can do. But again, you know, you got to be able to have the right guide that's going to help you with the sp- distinctions that are specifically for you, that has the heart like you do, and therefore then, you know, accept the journey that's going to take some time. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. 100%. Absolutely. So your vision, mission, vision, purpose is big. You want to have a global impact. How exciting. I am excited like never before. Tell and us. to to actually um, think that all of this came into fruition for the past year or so is just mind-blowing and everything happened after i let go and just listen to my guidance to my intuition and and here's the thing right which i applaud you you know we um we stand next to um very big people that have accomplished very very big things and I think for a lot of people, that would be um, an idea that's too big. I can't do that. You know, they've done this. And, you know, let me not even pursue my dream. And there was a one statement that I heard from some sort of celebrity says, you don't have big dreams, just have small dreams. Because you have big dreams, you're never going to make them. I mean, it's the big dreams that make the difference. And even if you get halfway there, right, it's still bigger than the smaller dream that you could have just easily succeeded on. But the point of the matter is that you've got big dreams and you'll have great impact on others. And and that's what's what's wonderful about you. And that's what I know the our ecosystem sees in you as well. Because, you know, if there's just one way that we can contribute and, and give back, you know, to the world, I mean that's where a lot of our own happiness comes from. That's where our own identity comes from is that we give back beyond ourselves, you know, and, and then we recognize that we live in abundance and that's also part of that whole entire healing process, you know, having fun, doing what you're doing, making a difference for other people, even when they're standing next to giants, because those giants can't do everything. They do certain things, but there's a lot of things that they don't do. And that's where like people like you and me come in um, to really make that difference. And so I definitely applaud you uh, for, for doing that. Well, as we wrap it up, Esme, any final words that you want to share when it comes to, you know, fitnesses, physical fitness is just not physical fitness. Minerals or enzymes are something that we need and um, the mustard seed. What do you want to share? It's just about taking action, just about doing the things, to be honest, because that's how the difference is being made. You can read so much about so many things, but if you don't apply it, it's not going to make a difference for you in all aspects of life. And if you don't show up at the gym three, four times a week, it's not going to make a difference. 
Or if you don't show up for your walk outside three, four times a week, it's not going to make a difference. So I think that's the important thing. And I think that's what a lot of people are missing to actually show up for yourself, switch off your emotions and to just do it. Right. How do people find you, Esme? Uh, you can connect with me on Instagram um, at this.is.esme. And my app is actually launching next month. So I am looking forward to train um, everybody in person. Or there's also programs that can be purchased at. Um, get in contact with me through Instagram and um, or also through my email. It's eacollens, K-O-L-L-E-N-C, at gmail.com. And I will be happy to provide 10 free fitness assessments to the first 10 people who reach out to me. Wonderful. Excellent. Well, Esme, I really want to thank you. Uh, we need leaders like you in all countries. I uh, love the fact that you're European, as I also I am. And so you're blending the the best worlds together um, because there there is so much for us all to be able to uh, learn and implement. And it's oftentimes those micro distinctions, those little tweaks, those millimeter sh shifts, as Tony Robbins talks about, and the so many millimeter shifts that I've learned from Sean Callagy over the last six months to absolutely accelerate all the things that I want to do in this world. And for anybody out there who wants to accelerate their health optimization. And so definitely reach out to Esme, get on her app so that you can actually, you know, improve your life, reduce the burden of disease, improve the quality of your life and your longevity by getting that guide out there. And that's what, you know, my doctor's guide is all about is introducing you to all these amazing guides out there that can support you, keep you accountable and also, you know, um, help you model the success that you desire. Esme, thank you so much. And I am Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is Prescription for Your Transformation, Real People, Real Conversations, and Real Success, also part of the Doctor's Guide. And your action step is, you know, reach out to Esme, reach out to a coach, do something, take action now. Any step you move forward that you do consistently will ultimately get you to a place you want to be. Thank you, and we'll be back. Thanks for listening to Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Join Dr. Bart Rademacher live right here on StarWorldWideNetworks.com or on demand 24-7.